Welcome to the Rod Squad Women's Fitness Rodcast with Rod Cortizo, who's been helping women transform their health and figure for over 20 years. Here, you'll get easy to implement, realistic, and sustainable changes you can make to improve your health and fitness and make the change permanent. This is for women who want to be their best, the fittest, strongest, and leanest at any age. Enjoy. Okay, Rod just came up with a topic. <laughs> Impromptu here. That never happens. Yeah, I always try- have a list. Yeah, we're trying to fit in another podcast before the kids are up here. Um, so let's talk about, yeah, should you weigh yourself? You know, there has been for years and years, decades, and I think forever, a bad quote-unquote relationship, you know, women and scale relationship, uh-huh. weighing themselves. And Kate, Kate, I'm sure you have had that um, issue. Yeah. Well, but by the way, um, yeah, even when you're, she was not pregnant, she did not ever let me see how much she weighed on a scale. <laughs> no matter how good she felt, because there's that thing, whatever it is there's that perspe- that whatever it is that you have um, negative with the scale that that is like common with most women. Not some women. Some women are okay with that, but most women. And I'd like to debunk myth, and I'd like to encourage. I'd like to just get to the bottom of this, and hopefully, you will not have at least. You will have a starting point there to start working on your issues with the scales. I'm, I'm not going to say the relationship with the scales because the scale is just sitting there. You have a relationship with yourself. Yeah. If you have a problem with the scale, it's you, not the scale. Yeah. Oh, that's deep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, I that's true what he just said. I, I never... And he was my trainer and we had like an in-body body composition machine there and all the girls would do their way in and then show him the paper. Like, what does this mean, Rod? Like, what should I do? And I would be like, no, don't look at my paper. And I only ever discussed my weight with you after our first baby when I was like, guess what? I lost 40 pounds. Like oh, wow. when yeah. I had accomplished the goal, I told him I didn't discuss it before then. So, so the question for this episode is should you weigh yourself? And if so, how often should you weigh yourself? And how much, like, should you attribute to the number on the scale? Um, like, how important is yeah, that? Yeah, this can be like a 10-hour long podcast. But let's get straight to the point. Should you weigh yourself or should you not? Well, if you're if you're just going to weigh yourself here and there without a purpose, well, let me rewind it even further. If you're not trying and applying yourself towards something toward achieving a better physique or healthier healthier body, um, maybe perhaps you shouldn't follow the protocol that I'm suggesting. Um, but you should definitely pay attention on your weight because you don't want it to be creeping up, creeping up, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm 20 pounds heavier. Yeah. You could have done something by knowing that you're going in that direction because I think we just stick... I think many women, I guess men too, sticking their head in the sand and just uh-huh. letting it go and like, oh yeah, I can retract that. I can reverse that later on. I'm young enough. You know, I know. I, you know, I used to be in good shape. I can't get back there. Guess what, honey? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, Chances harder. are, if you let it go way too long, you are not going to get back there or you're not going to get to your fittest. 
Okay? Yeah. So don't let it creep up. Don't let it build up because, you know, it gets to a point and um, that there's no return. And then if the return, it's going to be so, so hard for you to be able to... Um, to turn around. Yeah. What gets measured gets managed. Yeah. That is important. But we're not, we're leaving out the emotional part of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, yeah, they know they can manage with their weight, but they're not. Oh, no, Rod. I cannot weigh myself. Oh, my gosh. No. If the, just the thought of it. And I weighed myself last week. I almost had a heart attack. I was so depressed the rest of the day. It's just like, I'd rather not know. Yeah, well, get a really? hold of yourself, sister. Well, do, do you'd rather not know how your expenses are? I mean, do you want to just keep spending and spending without having a budget for this and for that or the other? How about your investments? So how are you going to invest if you're just, you know, blowing through money and you're not focusing on the income coming yeah. and what your savings and this and that and that? Do you just, is power. just want to let things accumulate until you're like, oh my gosh, oh, I only have $75,000 in debt. Do you want that? It's the same exact thing. It always comes down to money, I guess. Right? Yeah, we always use that example. Well, yeah, because, you know, it's it, it's related in so many ways. Yeah. But so do you want to, uh, but you're going to have to weigh yourself at some point when you go to the doctor. Or you're going to tell the doctor, oh, please don't tell me how much you weigh. They're going to tell you no matter what. And then hopefully. If they're a good doctor. Well, I don't know because I never go to the doctor. So how is that, Kate? Do they weigh yourself? Right? Those of you at home, what do they do? They, they, they don't tell you your weight. Well, I think some the, gosh, don't even get me started on this. The situation in our country with this obesity epidemic is just out of control. How many of you go to a medical doctor that he or she? himself or herself is overweight. How are you going to take health advice from this person? I saw this this thing recently that was like, these are the health the national health directors of all these major nations, every single one of them obese. They have no business being in charge of our okay, health. Okay, that's yet another subject <laughs> for another podcast. Yeah. But, but do they tell you the weight, your some, weight? Some do, some don't. And yeah. can you opt not to? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. I don't yeah. know because I never go to the doctor. Really, I just don't I don't even know what to do if I go to the doctor. Really. I know. I'm not he promoting that. I'm I'm not promoting that, but you know. Don't worry. A mile ladies, away and an apple a day will keep them away. Okay. So let's make it, you know. No, I'm gonna make him go to the doctor <laughs> yeah. soon. Don't worry. People at home are freaking out. I right know now. that, but I mean really what's the point? I mean anyway, yeah, I get it. I get it. Don't follow what I'm doing there because I don't know if I don't know. That might not be right. Go to the doctor. Well, it's the same thing. What if you have some cancer being developing? Being developed. It's not. I'm not not going. You're turning a blind eye to that. Yeah, exactly. The same thing when you're gaining weight. The same thing when you're building your your debt. And you know, perhaps you you're going to have a disease that can be prevented or remedied, like cancer or whatever. Do you want not know? So why do you go to an annual physical, and you don't want to weigh yourself? What, uh-huh. I mean, how does it make any sense? Yes, this is fundamental. People. This is, should be fundamental. Managing so, your healthy body weight is fundamental to your health. It's essential. Exactly. That's my point. Because women, they go to the to the annual, more even more than men, I think. Yeah, like we the do. Sometimes twice a year or whatever to check on this and that and the other. So why are you doing all that but not checking your weight to yeah. see where you're going? I mean, oh, because there's an emotional charge with it. I mean, really? 
You just have to get a hold of it. I mean, where is this coming from? This is like, yeah, I know it's, it taps into some neurotic thing. But, okay, today I'm here to help you with that. Okay, should you wear yourself? Yes, absolutely you should wear yourself. But better yet, you should not just wear yourself. You should wear yourself regularly. And here's what you need to do. Every day. That sucks. I know. Scales are cheap. Leave it next to somewhere where, you know, when you wake up, go to the bathroom and weigh yourself. Get into a habit. And don't be happy and don't be frustrated. Don't be happy when you see that you have lost three pounds because that's just water. Don't be frustrated when you see the scale up three, four pounds yeah. because that's due to water. You don't lose that much weight, you know, all fat from one day to the next or from one week to the next either. So yeah. you're safe there. I just want to try to get in your head here and try to change the way you think. Stop with the nonsense of not weighing yourself, especially if you're applying yourself and you're trying to get to a certain goal or you started a new diet or a new exercise program or whatever. Preferably, you're just following what I recommend here, what we promote here. So, yes, but don't be frustrated. Don't be happy. Try to get a median weight, which is seven days, preferably seven days straight. If you don't do seven days straight, at least seven days out of the seven days, get ready. Get rid of the lightest date, the day that you are, oh my gosh, I weigh three, four, five pounds lighter. Get rid of that one and also get rid of the heaviest day when you were like, oh my God, I suck. My genetics, my hormones, my parents, whatever, get rid of that day too. So you get rid of the lightest day, get rid of the heaviest day. Now you have five days left. Now you do an average, add it all up, divide it by five. That's your weekly weight. You need to know your weekly weight, not your daily weight. Your daily weight, everything you should be doing, it should be over the course of time. The course of time, it starts with the week. So whatever you're doing, it's week by week by week. Don't worry what happens from one day to the next. Because you can be really fit and really involved with your workout and doing everything right. And you ate so fit throughout the week. And then the weekend comes around. And then you blow it and you just go it, go on and on and just like, okay, I worked so hard this week. I deprived myself so much, but this weekend I can just enjoy. Guess what's happening there? You might be even gaining weight. You might actually not losing because you're in uh, maintenance. So it's really what you do the whole week, the whole seven days. So take the median. That's going to give you a precise idea not a general precise idea of what you are. Then compare it with the next week. And then compare with the next week. If it's the same, roughly, you're not losing and gaining. So whatever you got there, that's what the last five years took you to. And that's how you're going to be the next five years. No change. Right now, if you're seeing the change and you see the scale moving down, even if it's by a pound, a half a pound, one and a half, two pounds, as long as you're losing overall and steadily week after week, month after month, going down until you get to your healthy weight is the way to go. Yeah. Need I need I to say more? I mean. <laughs> So, what do you say about that, Kate? Because, you know, you're a girl and you have that emotional, you know, yeah, whatever it is with yeah. the, the scale. I don't. I weigh myself every day 
every single day, especially if I'm starting to try, oh, I'm going to try to eat this, more of that, and less of this, more water, more this, whatever. I want to know what's going on. How do you know what's going on? Yeah. Well, there's a couple things, right? So number one is if you've been avoiding the scale, it's time to face the music. You cannot continue doing that. That leads to disaster. Just like he said, if you've been avoiding looking at your bank account and you're just like flying blind, this is just, it's a disaster. Yeah, it's a disaster waiting to happen. You cannot do that. Don't turn a blind eye. Okay. Now, on the other hand, there are some women that have been obsessive about the scale in the past. And that's why they now avoid the scale because they've had an issue with it in the past. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say about that? Well, they have an issue with themselves. They have an obsession with something. It's not the scale. The scale doesn't respond to you. I mean, it doesn't interact Mm -hmm. with you. Well, it's going to tell you the truth. So the truth hurts. So if you don't like to get hurt, then don't get on a scale. But like, as I said, there's way more benefits on knowing what's going on and knowing where you're going mm-hmm. than not. Yeah. Wherever, guess where you're going to be five years from now? Same place you were five years ago. Yeah. And that's just going to keep going. Until you you realize that. Our point here is that you just need to have some form of management in this area. Like Mm -hmm. your weight can be just such a baseline for knowing what's going on Mm -hmm. with your physical health that it shouldn't be ignored. So if you are the type of person that in the past you've become a little obsessive about it, maybe... I don't know what you think about this, Rod, but I've told women in the past, like, okay, if you've had an issue with this, don't get on the scale every day. Maybe just do it Mm. once a week or maybe just use something else like how your clothes are fitting as a form of measurement. Well, definitely there are other ways to gauge your progress other than scale. Scale is one of them, especially if you need to lose more than 10 pounds. It's a good way to manage your progress right yeah. to to gauge your progress if you're on the slimmer side let's say you have less than 10 pounds seven five pounds or you're less you want to use more of like your, your clothes how they're fitting no all of them all of us need to be checking the clothes how yeah, the- how is your waistline how are your hips fitting is it are your clothes getting bigger or getting tighter if it is guess what you're gaining more and more body fat and it's just going to keep going that route forever and you're just going to keep getting unhealthier and unhealthier and then that translates to to your blood work being you know on a uh, negative so in the way that you shouldn't be going but you definitely need to be um gauging something so it doesn't hit you listen let's just face it that butt or that gut, whatever it is, doesn't just happen overnight. You don't roll all over in bed like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm touching your belly. Like, what is this? It happened all of a sudden. No, no you're did. not obese o- obese overnight. You're not yeah. fat overnight. You're not overweight overnight, right? It's not even over the course of one week, although you can get gain a couple pounds or more. Way more than you can lose within a week because it's easier for you to consume way more calories than it is to expanding yeah, and that was faster. A, if that happened, it was just a lack of management on your part. 
Yeah. So, well, you but you also need the right, you the right information because if you're having trouble with weight, it's really your fault. But not until you have enough of the, you know, enough inform the right information, and it's what we promote here in our podcast. If right. you have been following us and you got enough information, and then you can only blame yourself. Uh -huh. But up until then, the industry has so much contradicting information. Um, I call it the it's misinformation crazy. overload, then you don't know who to follow. And all of a sudden, you follow two or three different diets and mix and match matching and wondering why ain't nothing is working. <laughs> so, yeah, but managing, um, gauging is very good. And the last one is the mirror. The mirror, don't lie, especially if you're on a lighter end, like, you know, you need more what's called toning. So 10 pounds and under, that's more, you know, you should be seeing differences in the mirror, you know, um, in the form of muscle tone shaping. Like you see more cuts and deeper cuts on your muscles and maybe perhaps abs, thighs, shoulder, arms. Whenever you're seeing more details, your spouse or your friend, someone's like, oh my gosh, your arms are really looking good. Yeah. It's changing. That's fat loss. But since it's gradual, a lot of times you don't notice it on yourself. So you might want to take photos so that you can compare side Wonderful. by side. Um, good point, Kate. But, you know, I really, I hate to say it, you guys, but you ha you just have to weigh yourself. The scale is the most precise and it's going to be the most helpful because I'm speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. I was one of those people that kind of just ignored things. Mm -hmm. I didn't before in my pre-rad squad days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I never weighed myself, even though I had a scale at home. I never weighed right, myself. Right. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, what? My jeans don't fit anymore. What's going on here? Right. Well, it didn't happen overnight. I just wasn't paying attention. So, uh -huh. you know, I could have made it a lot easier on myself if I knew, okay, I'm up a couple pounds consistently over the past couple weeks. I need to do something i just need to get out and walk more or you know whatever it is it could have been like the simplest change instead of waiting until now i've gone up a dress size or two and now i've got a more severe more significant issue on my hands right. and i have to be a little more extreme to get back to where i was or I, that's when the, yeah that's when the severe calorie deficit yeah. the hard diet the depriving the over exercise comes in and then it, that yeah or you might not even notice it until you see photos of yourself. Somebody else took photos of you and you're like, wait, is that really what I look like? Wow. Then, Good point. Then you're in trouble. But you can prevent that just by weighing yourself consistently, doing what he said, weighing yourself every day, the median weight over the course of the week. Remember, the fluctuations are normal. Expected. Yeah, it's normal and expected. Um, and, and just, you know, manage it that way. What gets measured gets managed it's so true in every area of your life so mm -hmm. well just one more thing here about the weight um when you get into a low carbohydrate diet and you stay there for a long well when you start you're going to yeah. see a severe mm, a, a pretty yeah significant very um, weight loss because that's just due to water just um, yeah. for every gram of carbohydrate aka glycogen which is carbohydrate within the muscle holds three times the amount of water so one gram of carbohydrate or glycogen holds about 3.7 3.5 
grams of water. So it's a lot of water. So you, when you cut down or cut out carbohydrates, you lose a lot of weight, but it's all water and zero fat. Yeah. So just understand that. So if you are eating as I recommend here, which is eating from all food groups, you know, not depriving, not vilifying any type of food and um you now start eating carbohydrates back again the weight's gonna shoot back up uh -huh. so expect that but it's only water so once you have leveled it off that's when you start weighing yourself and don't be frustrated from then on but there is a severely weight decrease when you cut carbs out or and an increase for the week or two and then it stabilizes after that yeah yeah good point rod thanks for adding that okay girls well as usual if you have any questions we're here for you send us a message on instagram or send us an email info at radsquad.com we love hearing from you um and when you ask questions it gives us ideas of what we should cover in the future episodes and if you have a question it's likely a million other women have the same question. So you're not just helping yourself, you're helping everyone. Um, now, Rod is offering one-on-one -on -one coaching. This is kind of like a newer service that we're offering. Normally, to work with him, you have to be part of one of our programs. But now we're offering this one-on-one -on -one coaching. I don't know how long we'll offer that. So it's kind of a cool, unique opportunity. If you feel like your situation is unique and you just need to talk to someone to come up with a plan of something that is definitely going to work for you, this is the man to talk to for sure. So one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching is available. You can do one session. You can even do up to four sessions and then we can do them weekly or monthly, whatever. Anyways, uh, we also have in-person training here in Boca Raton, Florida, and our ladies get incredible life-changing results. So we're here for you if you're ready to get started on your journey. Either way, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.